Broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. This is the Sunday Morning Scramble, your recipe for sports to feed your sports fandom. The Sunday Morning Scramble is brought to you by Nashville Toyota North, State Farm Hendersonville Agent Lauren Tullis, and Double Dogs Gallatin. Call or text the Sunday Morning Scramble, 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Now, here are your hosts of the Sunday Morning Scramble, Super Bowl champion Corey Harris and Air Force veteran and coaching legend Greg Tonjes. All right. Good morning to everybody out there that always listens to us and all of our new listeners. We thank you for joining the Sunday Morning Scramble here on Nashville Sports Radio. We are everywhere on YouTube Live, Facebook, X, Twitch, Instagram, WNSR's webpage. We're so all over the place for you to listen or watch. And we are a live show. We are not a recorded show. Uh, We are here live. And you can also listen to us on 95.9 FM, 560 AM, 107.9 Smyrna. So, man, we are everywhere for you to reach out to. We want our callers today uh, to call in as well. We want to set another record for the number of phone calls we get. 615-844- 5600. That's 615 844 5600. And I am sitting here in the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center studios with our host, with the mostest, that is Corey Harris. What's happening, What's Coach? happening, Super Bowl champ? How you doing this morning? Man, it's good to wake up to a new day. But um, as we know, if, if, if anybody outside of Tennessee has been watching and paying attention, um, nature has taken course, and and a lot of people um, are dealing with some some devastation, man. Yeah. So it's uh, you know, it's good to be here, but 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 our hearts and minds are are on the people that have lost things, Coach. I know your home has some damage. I got an early call. I was really unaware of. I got a call uh, from from my assistant Candace, and she was like, her brother's home, like they they lawn, uh, their fence was down, and their uh, uh, yard furniture was like missing and so i i really at that time didn't even know um that it was happening like that and then to get up this morning and see that um many lives were changed in that i think it was like six confirmed deaths so it it was a you know that's that's a tough thing uh to to have something like that happen and nashville has experienced that um before so um we here we don't, yeah. we don't do what we're supposed to do, but we are definitely. Yeah, we will talk sports, but, uh, you know, sometimes sports takes a, a backseat, and especially for the entire state of Tennessee, uh, you know, we're, you know, taking a backseat just for a moment to pause. And, and um, yeah, I mean, I you know, I'm from the West Coast, Corey, as you know. And, uh, by the way, uh, before we keep cruising along, we got Will, the producer. What's going on, fellas? You and look, he's no longer angry. You know what? Will. Stop. He's stop. not angry. Just he's stop. Just you know what? I'm over here trying to hey, put out fires. Me, and y'all look. over here. You're not angry. You're, you're, not, you're not putting look, out fires. Look at how, look at how you gorgeous. You better be lucky we. Did you just call me gorgeous? Look at how gorgeous that is. He is gorgeous. gorgeous. That man of Omega. Look at, yes. look at yeah, him. I don't think the Jasons <laughs> and the Mike Frazier's <laughs> of the world would be okay with, and Bay, more importantly, would be okay with the word gorgeous. Oh, man. I'm confident who I am. Nah, I'm just giving you a hard time. You ain't that cute to me. Why? Thank you. Even as cologne on today do i don't I? know why he would wear it for us but he's got Me? a little cologne no uh will i was getting ready so i didn't put on the, is Bro. that will no it's just the natural just right, the okay. natural it's just the natural but you know the the, right, the natural forces of uh you know 
of weather. I'm from West Coast, and you know we you know we would experience earthquakes here and there, but there wasn't you know really threats like like tornadoes are. And you know we our hearts just pour out to the families impacted by this. I've heard I heard uh, we're not really reporters of this, but I've I've heard children have uh, have died from this tornado, and our hearts just uh, you know our hearts are very heavy this morning, and you know twelve fourteen hours ago these tornadoes hit and you know I, I i was at work Corey and and will and i've never seen anything like this in my entire life uh but you know i'm at work and my 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 team there we probably at uh, rhythm cdjr right there on gallatin pike right on gallatin pike where just a couple of streets over an entire neighborhood uh was pummeled by the tornado um and we, i saw it live I mean, uh, these videos that you're watching of, and it was called a tornado emergency, meaning there is a gigantic, massive tornado that is touched down. And I know you've heard it and seen all the videos of it, but I saw it live. I've never seen anything like this in my entire life to where we, you know, looked out to the, to the side of our dealership and down the street, down Gallatin Pike, guys, there's the tornado. And you can look up, we could look up in the sky. It was just about getting dark. You could look up in the sky and see the clouds turning. I've never seen anything like it where typically they're moving side to side, but the clouds right above our dealership were moving, twisting. And I'm like, we got an issue. And uh, sure enough, you know, the, 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 the winds picked up and everything started going hectic. And we had probably 30 people there in the dealership and, and praise God that they were all safe. We made sure they were all safe. You know, we took, took shelter i stayed out just to to monitor where what was going on and you look all those windows yeah man, like all glass all glass all everywhere. glass so i went out just to monitor it and i looked down the down the street and there it was bro mm. coming right at us full steam ahead and all of a sudden it it takes a turn and you've, you've seen these videos but i was live watching this where it struck two transformers that exploded and uh mm. right in front of me and i'm like we got an issue and right when the second transformer exploded, the whole place inside went dark. Uh, and it, thank God for the emergency lighting so we could see. Um, and uh, and then the thing kept coming down Gallatin Pike, the tornado, and then just moved off to the side, you know, and went to a neighborhood that was just behind us. And I pray for all those people. I saw the, the videos of that particular neighborhood there in Madison. And and then it just pursued itself through Hendersonville and, and Gallatin and uh, I've just never experienced anything like it. Um, I don't ever want to experience anything like it again, but it's just the nature of the beast being in the Southeast. And, uh, I, I, you know, I get to my neighborhood and my whole entire neighborhood is completely blacked out. We have no power, uh, anywhere. Uh, and then I couldn't, I mean, small minor thing for me, comparatively to what people when I couldn't get into my house because Jen, the wife had to go to Michigan, uh, to see her daughter there, uh, who isn't feeling well. Anyway, long story short, I couldn't get in the house. Finally, had to call locksmith, get into the house. So not a big deal comparatively to what everybody else went through. But then I thought, well, I'm just going to get a hotel, man. I mean, I'm just going to go get a hotel and take my dog and and go to the hotel. And I get to the hotel, and there's there's a line. At, there, most of the hotels had no power either. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I went to some of them, and they they, they were on a generator uh, just to on the bottom floor in the lobby. And I walked into one, and they said, you know, we're all going home. The generator's getting ready to go out. There was no power in the hotels either, which I've never even thought of that that right. ever even happening. 
And uh, I go to this hotel. There's a line there in Gallatin at this hotel, one section that's all lit up. And they had rooms and, uh, you know, got a room and then uh, um, went back to the to my house to get my dog and, and the power actually had come back on. So minor issues for, for me, but major issues while I was there, Corey. Um, and this just talks about what it did has done to families. And we need to think about this. Like I said, sometimes sports takes a back seat. It's taking a back seat right now for the state of Tennessee. Absolutely. But one husband and wife who owned a business there in Gallatin, uh, she just said, um, we don't have a business left, mm. you know, and man. And, and that's, you know, Nat, again, Nashville has experienced that before. And it's not, I, when I was living in, I lived in a, a few years ago, I was staying in, in the Mount Juliet area. And I want to say it was, uh, may have been Mount Juliet middle school, but you know, driving down, uh, that street, seeing that school, parts of that school flattened like all I could think of is what if that had hit you know some hours later during the day when those kids were in school man so man you know it's 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 and it's crazy that it takes a natural disaster or or, or something for people to lay down all of these boundaries and walls that we have and, and 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 against each other or about each other or stereotypes or whatever it Right. It is in, in, in these moments. This is what it's supposed to be all the time. Like the concern and care for human life. Yes. Um, um, the differences don't matter when uh, life is lost or when life is at stake. And so, you know, again, we're asking everybody to to uh, pray for those families that have had some loss. Yeah. Be it property or uh, family. Um if they still have at home, they may not even have power, man. It's just a, and, and, and going even further for those people that do have it and, and have homes. When you're driving down the street, man, you look and you see people, you never know what people's stories are. Yeah. And, and, and you see that, you know, they're sleeping outside, man. So, you know, life is so fragile uh, that, the, that the things that we often argue about uh, are things that separate uh, people are, nothing they really yeah they really mean nothing like we're on a we're on a sports talk show uh and, and like some of my program you know it's it, we talk sports and life and that's why with what i do is it is sports for life and so you know again for those of you that that do believe in god and have a relationship with god we asking you to to, to pray yes uh uh for everybody uh that is dealing with uh this this natural disaster in this state of emergency yeah, and, and you know, I, I've seen this before with other things that have happened in Tennessee, specifically the Nashville area, with the bombing a couple of years ago and things of that sort. And Tennessee uh, is strong. Uh, Tennessee is Tennesseans are tough. Uh, Tennessee has been shaken right now, but not broken. And that is, that is a theme that uh, I've seen since I moved here from the West Coast a few years ago. Again, Tennessee has been shaken, but not broken. I also want to offer it to anybody that's out there um, listening that has been displaced uh, and and has uh, maybe lost their home and needs a uh, hotel. Um, I can uh, I will cover a hotel for a few nights to if there's somebody out there that needs to call in, you can call in and talk to Will, our producer, um, and you know I'd love to help uh, you know help put uh, put some people up for uh, a couple nights to at least help out. 
and uh, make sure that they're taken care of and have electricity and uh, things of that sort. So we'd love to, I'd love to help out any way we possibly can. So, and, and so, and so let me, let me say this, let me inter- let me interrupt you, uh, yes. jump in coach on this. And uh, for anybody that is listening and looking, uh, the G coach, Greg, the G is for uh giver coach uh, <laughs> loves people. He's a passionate guy and, and the gesture that he just made and the offer that he just made is really uh, who he is. Uh, what I, what I love about uh, our connection is that we can disagree. We don't have the same viewpoints. We have a lot of uh, common denominators, but we don't let our differences uh, separate or Never. separate us. And so uh, for all you guys that are listening, uh, and I know Coach G probably irritates y'all because he irritates Will the <laughs> hell out of Will quite a bit. Y'all, yeah, don't, hear, really. y'all yeah. don't hear some of the words that Will got a silent beat button that allows him to sit over there and curse <laughs> us out on the mic. Only y'all can't hear it. So, you know, again, Coach, that's a, that's a great gesture. Yeah. Um, he always says, my brother from a, from another mother. Yeah. Um, and so, again, we, we appreciate that, Coach, and that offering. And anybody else that is that's willing to do something like that, you know, looking out for your neighbor. Your neighbor is not the person that's uh, the address uh, four numbers higher or lower than yours to the right, right or the left. Right. The, the neighbor is the person that's in need. And so um, this Sunday morning, Sunday morning scrambles, like breakfast. You'll never it have is. a whole plate of, uh, of bacon or just a whole plate of eggs. You get a little bit of you everything. Get the full when you, meal, us, baby. you get the full meal, Like I've here, said, so. Tennessee has definitely been shaken, but Tennessee and Tennesseans are not broken you are champions this morning. All of you are. And I know that uh, this community in Hendersonville and Gallatin and all the other communities that are affected by it are going to be strong and make it through this and become uh, more united prayerfully uh, as a community as ever before. And more prayers and thoughts as obviously are going out to all of you. So uh, we love you. And, uh, you know, if you'd like to call in and talk sports, we're getting ready. To, we've got a lot to talk about today. We will talk Titans, Dolphins preview uh, today, we're going to talk college football playoff because a week ago, it was unbelievable what happened, unfathomable what happened with Florida State. So we're going to get into that uh, a lot. We're going to talk about my NBA champion, in-season champion Lakers, who are the best team in the NBA. Thank you very much. And the impact uh, and the quote-unquote, I'll say quote-unquote, uh, um, heart or cojones of Al- yep. Adam Silver to – uh, be able to push something like this. They, I was, I was looking and seeing what the numbers were. They were talking about yeah. the increase in uh, viewership sure. during the month of November. And, and at first, everybody's like, "It's corny, it's corny, it's corny." But for athletes that really like to win and compete, when you hear the word tournament, that means it's a champion. Yeah. Somebody's <laughs> so, gonna be crowned. So in high school, you might have the city championship or the county championship. You know. All other sports you have in season yeah. type tournaments. Then you get to the state championship. So I think it was a it was a great move. I think it invigorated the players a little bit no doubt. beyond just the money that was involved. I think obviously with the viewership uh, in the live space and uh, on uh, the tickets didn't go up any. So I, I think it was a good thing for it was a good thing except for the basketball courts. Those are the ugliest <laughs> basketball courts. <laughs> The Lakers, because I watch all the Lakers games and the Lakers, bro, the court was bright, bright, bright yellow. But that you know what? That's where basketball is going towards. I hope not. No, it I hope not either. But I think I got vertigo still, Will. Yeah, maybe me too. Have you ever <laughs> seen Oregon's court? 
Yeah, I have. Yeah, it's cool though because it's got the pine trees and the mountains. Kind but of it doesn't thing. do too much. It doesn't do too much. It's but not I loud. think I will say I kind of like the the brightness of the court because it kind of gives you an international flavor. It's yeah. I don't care about the international flavor. You know I don't. Yeah, we. Know. I don't like the international NFL games. I don't care about that. So Those I'm glad. But you know, you're a young guy with this bright future out there. All that energy, you know what I'm saying? Testosterone still yeah, increasing. Yeah. You know, we've been decreasing since yeah, 21 yeah, years yeah, old. Exactly, don't look at yeah. us like that. I'm yeah, sorry yeah. to hear that. <laughs> getting ready getting ready to get married, yeah. have lots, like, lots of babies. Like maybe maybe be like Phil Rivers and pop out 10 kids. 10 of them. I mean, I'm so excited <laughs> for him. But, uh, hey, on the other side, we are going to get right into the CFP and what that looked like a week ago and what it looks like today. Uh, super excited about that. We're going to talk some NBA. We're also going to talk to Corey a little bit about, uh, you know, watching LeBron James just revive like he's an 18-year-old playing out there. Is when is it time to retire? When does that start? We're going to talk about that as well uh, on the other side. But you are listening to the Sunday Morning Scramble here on Nashville Sports Radio, and we are praying for you, Tennesseans. Uh, anybody affected by this emotionally, mentally, physically, uh, you are in our thoughts and prayers. Our hearts are heavy this morning for you. So God bless, and uh, we will see you on the other side. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjus, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest Greens, they've got the coldest beers, and guess what? It's dog friendly. And not only that, you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special, which is a double dog, double dogs with chili and cheese, and not one, but two hot dogs. It is double dogs in Gallatin, and that is at 1620 Nashville Pike. Tell them Coach Todges sent you. We all know that natural life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615 615- 
615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Bocara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I believe this franchise right now, unfortunately, is paying for the sins of a lot of bad draft picks and, and bad sign. You can only dodge that for so long. Would you think about going back-to-back years with your first-round pick and get nothing? Nothing. That's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. It's just the this. McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. All right, all right. Good morning, everyone. Again, you are listening to the Sunday Morning Scramble here on Nashville Sports Radio. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600. And again, Tennessee is uh, has definitely been shaken a little bit, but not broken. That should be a t-shirt, Corey. Shaken, but not broken. Man, listen, the, the bombing... Yeah, the other tornado, the, the 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 evil that struck those kids mm. and yeah. families at the school. Yes, listen, life is life is something else, bro. It it does it, it does some things, and and like you said, um, the people of Tennessee, yes, you know, are 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 built strong. They are, um, and again, we're we're praying, and and we know that that. Although people are in the middle of something right now, we, yes. we know it's something that they're going to get through. That's right. Uh, and right now they're just going through. And so, no doubt, you know, there there will come a time when we heal from this, when those families will uh, not necessarily get over it, but be able to to continue on. So, uh, and sports has always, I remember uh, uh, in 9-11, um, uh, I was here because I, at the time I had been flying back and forth. My wife had brain cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had been flying back and forth after every, as soon as the game was over, um, I was fly home on Sundays and be here on Sunday. We're off on Tuesdays. I wouldn't have to go to the Monday meeting. So give me a little time to have a couple of days uh, uh, with, with Antoinette rest in heaven. Um, 
and then it was time to go back. But it was time to go back because all the players in the league and the league voted like, do we want to play? Right, right. Or not. Yeah, and I remember. it wasn't about the sports. And this is the thing that I love about sports. Again, although it was a, a, a disaster, a, a state of emergency that called it, what you saw again is when it's not about our own personal opinions and it's just about life, there are no separations. There's and not, so no. guys were like, no, we want to play. Why? Because the locker room, the stands, even though people fight in the stands, the game, the sports, it's, it's always much bigger than sports. No it's, doubt. It's bigger than the business of, of sports. It's so much. And so the connectivity that comes through sports, the walls that are broken down, but the healing that comes yes. with being able to forget uh, uh, for a second that no what doubt. you're going through. No doubt. I mean, and that's, uh, that's again, Tennessee, uh, again, shaken, but uh, not broken and uh, never will be broken. So, uh, you know, we're talking about broken. Uh, you know, LeBron James, I watched him yesterday. I've been watching this in-season tournament with the NBA. We're going to start talking more NBA as well. Uh, we're going to start talking hockey. We're going to start talking soccer. Uh, in fact, Columbus, uh, was it Columbus that just won the MLS uh, yes, championship man. over LAFC? I watched a lot of that last night at, at, at yeah. DraftKings. Draft uh -huh. And for the first time, I really saw what, what uh, Brent Goulet and Robbie Stewart, guys that, that, that I've talked to and I'm working with Brent Goulet uh, with Kick the Stereotypes and his Super Skills program, like the spacing, spatial yeah. awareness, the anticipation – like it, it, it really reminds. This is why I know when we get fully into the black community that in America it's gonna be some takeover. Cause <laughs> I saw it spread out. And I saw some. I saw a guy uh, pass the ball, and I'm like, where is it? And it's a guy coming out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Full speed, beautiful, perfect pass. It's such a beautiful game. Yeah. Uh, having gone to the Ghana, uh, yeah. uh, uh, when they were here versus U.S. experience. Ago. Yeah. The live experience was ridiculous, man. So I know with what I'm doing purpose-wise, but just from a fan standpoint, I'm going to be hooked on it. I'm going to be hooked. It. I love it. Uh, we've got a caller, so we'd love to hear. Is it Jeff? Uh, our friend, we missed you last week. Thanks for calling in this morning. Good morning to you, Jeff. How's it going, guys? I just want to say, watch a little bit of college basketball yesterday. Watch a little bit of volleyball too yesterday. Real real good, uh, real good stuff. But uh, I just want to say, uh, looks like uh, – Looks like uh, Kentucky's back on, back on track a little bit. Looks like T Tennessee got a pretty big win yesterday. Was they playing at home, so they should have won. But uh, against Illinois, but uh, against Illinois, they're, they're pretty good. And uh, hey, Jeff, you safe? Uh, are you safe where you live or out there uh, from the tornadoes? Oh, yeah, we, we, didn't, we didn't get too much. We're all right. We're, we're fine. I'm fine. We're fine. We're all right. Well, that's I, good I, to I, hear. A lot, a lot of stuff in the northern, northern parts of Nashville got other places got hit real bad, but. No, we, we didn't get it too bad, so we're all right. Good, yeah. I live in Gallatin, but, uh, so in uh, uh, Hendersonville area is rough, but uh, I, yeah. I, I saw I saw stuff on uh, on TV. It looked pretty. Uh, it looked looked really uh, looked really bad. Looked really bad from from uh, from there. But uh, but uh, now now you guys are talking about. It. I was going to ask you guys. What, I, I, I know you guys talked about it. I guess you talked about it a little bit this morning. But uh, the uh, playoffs. What do you guys think about? I've heard that a uh, forest uh, a forest going to boycott the Orange Bowl. I hear uh, we heard that right after it happened. Uh, they, they ain't had the press conference this week, so heard they're going to boycott the Orange Bowl. They had they have nothing to prove if they beat Georgia in the Orange Bowl. If they play, they've got nothing to prove. They should be in the playoff. If it's me, I'd have it, it would have been, been Michigan, Washington, Florida.
Florida State and Texas. If you're yeah. unbeaten, you go, I don't care about strength of schedule. I don't care who you play that. It makes no difference. Uh, Alabama played Middle Tennessee and Chattanooga and beat them 122-17 to combined. Are you telling me that those two are strength of schedule for Alabama? Those strong teams. You know the team that I haven't heard anything from at all that I think actually got stiffed on the whole situation is Georgia. Well, I why mean, Georgia? Well, you're number. You're, they're the number one team for how the many last, weeks? I mean, not just uh, weeks. They, they lost. I mean, did, they, did they lose? They have a long, long loss. They lost, but there's a there's a one. Alabama's a one loss team too. Yeah, Alabama's one loss too. That's right. And Texas beat Alabama. True. Correct. That's yes. right. But Texas should go around. Texas should go ahead of Alabama. I and think we'll te- Texas, de- Texas, Texas, Texas should be in. Uh, should be in, Alabama shouldn't be in. Uh, I, it, should, it should be three three unbeatens, and it should be Texas. They're all conference champions. I don't care what Alabama. Yeah, I don't care who they played. I, I'm not worried about strength of schedule. I don't care who you play. I don't care. Hey Jeff, uh, like, 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 like the guy says, like, like uh, Shannon Sharp said, it's the Alabama Invitational. Hey, like, uh, yeah. hey Jeff, can I interject real quick? Yeah, Here, go ahead. So here's what I'll say about Chattanooga. So Chattanooga is actually a threat on the FCS level. Uh, they are in the SoCon, which is the SEC version of S- of the FCS. So, yes, Alabama did what they were supposed to do. Um, going back to Florida State, as I have listened to people converse about why this, why that, Georgia's strength of schedule, I want to say they had one of the easiest schedules in all of Division One college football. I mean, hell, they started their season off with UT Martin out of the overseas. All, all, all the teams start off with weak so, teams. So it's like, teams. yeah, but I don't know. When you look at Florida State's record, I really felt like had they had just went to Louisville and just dog-walked them in the ACC um, championship, we wouldn't be talking about Florida State but not did, being did, out did, of the did, college did football did playoff. Florida State win or lose? Florida State won. They won 16 to 6. 13 0. 13 0. True. Yeah, anyway, Jeff, thank you for your call. Uh, you thank, know, appreciate I, you, thank you. Appreciate you, bud. Hey, uh, you know, look, the, the, so, I, so here's, here's my thing, okay? There is an eye test to who should be playing in the national championship. You know who screwed it up for, for, for Florida State? Who? TCU. TCU uh, screwed it. They did because. They they're, don't want the same thing to happen last not, year. They're not an SEC team, obviously. Uh, TCU, they, 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 you just said it, Corey. They don't want the same thing to happen. What happened last? Listen to me. What happened to Florida State is called the injury to their starting quarterback, who was very good, and that team was very, very different when they had him starting. Uh, was it? Tra- tra- um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis. Yeah, who was a very good quarterback. But when he went out, they were a different team. Okay. Uh, and then when you watched him play Louisville, I was bored stiff. That was one of the most boring football games I've ever seen. And my only thought throughout the entire game, guys, was Florida State's going to take a butt whooping if they get in the in the CFP. Well, but not, the way that they won doesn't fit this last year of business. No, this is what I would say about Florida State, though. And I, when I say this, I'm dead ass serious. I would have my team so hyped if we. Go out there and whoop Georgia. Y'all getting rings. Y'all getting rings. They say national champions. Just like so that you old think, boy and them you, did when they went. Because so the reality is. So participation rings. No, because they was undefeated and they just beat the best team that you said is in the country, Georgia. That's why. 14-0 and 0 and we beat Georgia. Yeah, and we I really Georgia. feel like. if F, I'm saying if, F, if FSU were playing 
You know how many you know how many if players they, are probably going to depart or go to transfer portal <laughs> for Georgia. I'll, I'll, I'll bet. I'll bet. Uh, you want to bet? I'll bet. 50, I'll bet. I'm going to say this right now. I'll bet 15 other players leave, go to transfer portal, or uh, decide that they don't want to play in the bowl game. So, and I Gary, and I'll tell you this, Corey. Tell me and tell me if I'm wrong because that's how college football is right now. How many of the FSU players are like? Eh, yeah, you know, I mean, you, you're in. right. You're I mean, right, so but you're gonna have two totally different teams playing each other. Two totally different teams. But yeah. but how I many, would I would still if my team get, is goes undefeated as a university and organization, it may not be a championship ring, but I'm getting the undefeated. Those kids are going to walk away with because the goal at the beginning of the year is not to win the national championship. Because you don't control. it's They should be excited and geek because you don't control certain things. The goal is to win. They won 13 games. They don't control the voting. It's not, it's, 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 it's not balanced. It's, there's analytics and then there's people that don't know football. Then there's coaches that know. Like you should have 100 coaches that are coaching football uh, vote in these different situations. But you can't do that because like in the Pro Bowl, when players vote, you know what player, you know what teams used to do. They used to vote off. So if you was a dynamic kick returner and we wanted you to make it, we not going to vote for the next best kick returner. We going to vote for somebody that's seven rows down on the list so that they won't get the vote. So when you start mixing politics and these, these, these different variables, you're going to have this issue with four teams. This is not even an issue next year. Yes, it is. You no, know why? Not. You know why it is? Because guess what? Here's what's going to happen, okay? You're going to have 12 teams. Yeah, 13. And guess you, what? You're, we're going to talk, talk about 13 and you're 14. You're the 13th best team in the country. Yeah, yeah, ain't, no, just saying. No, it ain't. You, it feels the same, but if you can't be in the top 12 solid, don't and moan. You know what? Here, I'll say this, and I, we got a few minutes, but we got as much time as I want. Look at the look at the FCS. Shut up. Look at the FCS level. Look at Division Two. Yeah. And look we'll at Division Three. All right. Yeah. Why are we looking at Division Three? There's a method to the madness. Okay. Go ahead. I, I I feel like that they should say, look, here are the best 32 teams in all of college football. We're gonna give the top eight okay. teams okay. a first round just like buy. The, I, and, and you know what? You other 24 teams, you have fun beating them. You then play. Yeah, your first couple of rounds at the higher seed stadium. Yeah, just like and the then, NFL. And, and then right, and then when you get to the semifinal rounds, that's when you include Bowl. all these these the New Year Six Bowls. Yeah, in there, and then that's twenty. That's thirty two teams that make the FBS ultimate playoff. If that's whatever you want to call it, and then you for marketing because we all know the NCAA is one of the richest nonprofit organizations out there. But you then say, okay, for the teams that didn't qualify, we can have some of these bowl games. Yeah. So uh, Will Will just said probably the most intelligent thing that he said all oh, year. So God. give it up for Will. Will I? What a clap button, that Will. Second, Will I am Big too. Will is no longer so formerly known as Angry Will. Speaking intelligent. And you know what? You did it with a shirt and tie and a little little sweater thing to make you sound intelligent. It's called so, a quarter zip. Uh, the bottom. It's look, called a what? A quarter zip. A quarter zip. What? Quarter, quarter zone. I like quarter zone. It helps. Me too. Oh, I, I got a couple of those shots. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. 
Cordal, cortisone, bring it on. Adderall. Yeah, but, look, look, that was pregame medicine yeah, for me, look, though. Yeah, real. I, I think I, I, we can argue this until we turn blue, but the bottom line is in terms of FSU, um, and I got a squeaky thing in my ear here, Will, so uh, we just went from the most intelligent comment to squeaky things going on in my ear, so I don't know what that is. But anyway, um, you know, Alabama, do they deserve to be in? Yes, and you know, I've said it for weeks. I probably have said it for six or seven weeks that the Nick Saban effect is real. And then they become real in terms of how they're playing football, right? And I said they would be in the Final Four. I also said they would beat Georgia in the SEC championship. Huh. Coaches making predictions that are coming true. And he also said Caleb Williams going to win the Heisman. Okay, he didn't. Well, uh, Jalen Daniels Jay, did. That one was a surprise. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, that boy, this guy? Hey, that guy, he can ball, man. Yeah, I watched him. He's a baller. Really, you know, so, the, so the final question on this, because we got to get ready to go to break, but I'm going to ask two questions, okay? Was Florida State snubbed? Should they have been in the Final Four teams in the CFP? Based on how they usually pick it, what it's supposed to be from being undefeated, you beat who's on your schedule, absolutely they got sham. But when you're talking about the eye test from most football people, they believe that Georgia should have still been in the And that was my next Final question. Four. Was Georgia snubbed? I, me no me okay then who's me who? in my 20 years or uh, 30 years or how many years of football and, and playing if i was a coach and i was looking i would say yeah they dog walked almost everybody yeah they did and barely got beat by the team that's in it that by got three. dog walked. but yes. look at but their who, strength of schedule well you could say that about any of them who what, what, they what, had, what was the higher had the worst out of does, all of them. Does Washington have a tough schedule paid in the now no, defunct no, Pac-12? No, nobody cares about the Pac-1.5. Well, it kind of do because Washington is in the final four that's teams. Point. The that's the Just point. Saying. That's what he's saying right there. But my thing is Georgia's strength of schedule was worse than Washington. Georgia will whoop everybody that's in there everybody. probably except. And if Alabama and Georgia played 10 times, Alabama. Georgia would win six of the four times. Oh, six of the 10. I'd six of ten. I would say, say more than that. I'd yes. say four out I meant of ten. Six of the ten. But okay. I say I say I'd say eight out of ten. Really? Probably. That's what I believe. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, but again, it's the Nick Saban effect, and Alabama is in, Washington is in, Michigan is in. Um, you know, a lot of people said Michigan shouldn't be in, even though they undefeated. Why did they say it shouldn't be in? Because they say they cheated. And did you see that there. their response once they saw that they were playing Alabama? Oh yeah, it was not the response of a team that just got the news that they in. They was like, oh, was like, crap. I got chose to fight. I got to fight Mike Tyson. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, that, listen, <laughs> the Nick Saban effect is alive and well in college football, and guess who felt it? Everybody, and you are talking to the Sunday Morning Scramble. That's us. That's Corey, the Super Bowl champ. I'm the coach, and we will see you on the other side on Nashville Sports Radio. I really need a change. The people and the money in my life is acting strange. Well, maybe it ain't them. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjus, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer.
here for sports. They've got the biggest screens. They've got the coldest beers. And guess what? It's dog friendly. And not only that, you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special, which is a double dog, double dogs with chili and cheese and not one, but two hot dogs. It is double dogs in Gallatin. And that is at 1620 Nashville Pike. Tell them Coach Todges sent you. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. This is Corey Harris, SEC Legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. PrizePix is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. PrizePix, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Good 
Good morning, good morning, morning. You are listening to Sunday Morning Scramble here at Nashville Sports Radio and all over the place. Twitter X, or no, X, not Twitter anymore. Twitter uh, X. Instagram. One of the two. All of them. Uh, YouTube uh, uh, and Facebook. Uh, man, we are excited for this show. Got a lot to talk about. Getting ready to talk Titans football here a little bit in the second hour. Uh, the preview and actually uh, kind of where do the Titans go from here after the devastating loss to the Colts last uh, last Sunday. Uh, but right now we're going to shift gears to there is a big event coming up for Corey and for specifically Kick the Stereotypes, his foundation. And you can see if you're watching live, uh, we've got some shirts hanging out and the soccer ball up there, Corey. Uh, talk to us, Corey. we got a big event coming up. Kick the Stereotypes. How much time do I get first? Coach, because you know I'm super passionate. We'll take the whole last hour with, with me talking about <laughs> we'll, we'll give you a couple about minutes. kids and, yeah. and this. Yeah. But hey, by uh, the way, Will just said he's going to give you a couple minutes. A couple of minutes. Okay, so well, we should have Brent Goulet calling in. Brent is a y'all just Google Brent's. Uh, let, let's Candace put uh, 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 Candace put um, Brent Goulet's Google thing in there. Y'all search Brent Goulet. Brent Goulet is a one of the one of the top. He has one of the top teaching and accreditations that he has the highest level of coaching and teaching soccer that you can have. Wow. Uh, he was our host. He was our, he's our um, on-site professional with our Let's Play Soccer Day. Love it, love it. We're, we're finalizing some things that uh, will be very important in uh, the world's game football. And so let me, let me state clearly what, the 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 vision is I mean the, the the mission is for kick the stereotypes in this first year that we're going. Um our goal is to take the world's game, football, mm-hmm. football, <laughs> known as soccer in the United States into Which is so weird. The black communities and and and, and I, it's not about race. It's about systemic yeah, yeah, right, right, I right. Understand. Yeah, uh, uh, systemic oppressive things. Football, soccer is a poor man's sport. Why is it? Because it just takes a ball. It's like basketball, right? And the reality right. is, in the black community, we play football, American football. We play basketball. basketball. Mm-hmm. Soccer and basketball parallel so much from what I talked about earlier: spatial awareness, yeah, um, and the whole nine. But you. People of color all over the world play. But the black community in America, it's like we are unaware of. You know, you yeah. have you have a, a, a first generation Americans that are from Africa and other people of color that play. But the reality is that in the black community, like you could drive around 20. I was t- uh, talking to my uh, uh, Uber driver. Shout out Scott Copeland. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, so I was telling him, he said he couldn't believe it. But it's a fact. You yeah. know, you could go through a 20 neighborhoods in any city in America when it's warm in the summer and may not find five kids, black kids, playing with a soccer ball. Sure. So yeah. our goal is to change that before, uh, to make soccer mainstream before the World Cup uh, gets here. Coming to the United to 2026, States. next year, uh, 2024, we got a great uh, uh, schedule coming up. We're going to be, Let's Play Soccer Day is going to be, uh, once a month here in the uh, city, we'll have a, a and the next super soccer is... skills. So the next one is uh, December the 29th, Friday. Your kids are out of school. 
Okay. It's free. It's limited. You got to go to uh, www.kickthestereotypesfoundation.org uh, and sign your kids up. But who we have right now on the line, Brent Goulet, my my good brother, uh, uh, certainly a uh, adamant, aggressive uh, man of God. You can't talk to Brent for 12 seconds without knowing that uh, he is sold out uh, for, for Christ. He's Love a it. good guy. We talked to uh, Ellington Fuller yes. and, and Randy yes. Fuller. This is the man um, that put the time and knowledge and what we're trying to do. This is the man that gave uh, uh, and what John Ingram is doing in terms of uh, ROI. And for, for, for that, for John, it's not return on investment. It's the resources. It's the opportunity. It's the instruction that kids need. And Love so it. the Community Foundation is committed to doing that. Uh, they're helping kick the stereotypes to do that here in the States. And we're going to be, be doing it in USVI, which is our territory, being over there. It's yeah. the same thing. Like the kids don't play. Well, so just Brent, so you know, that's that's the U.S. Virgin Islands. Yeah, I know. Yeah. My mom used to live there. Oh, no. for real? Yes. Really? What island? Uh, St. Croix. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Brent, is Brent on live with us? He's been waiting. I am. Hey, man. So uh, first of all, Brent, uh, it's good to hear you and, and have you on. But give us a little background. Let let our listeners, our good friends, know um, a little bit about your background and, and what your what it, why you do what you do and, and and what's your goal. What why are you doing this and, and what are you hoping to get out of this purpose uh, uh, beyond kids just uh, being able to go pro because you have so much knowledge and instilling them. Yeah. Well, thanks for the introduction, the, the kind words. Yes, being a born-again Christian, life-changing moment for me. And uh, soccer, being grown up in a family with five boys, divorced mother on welfare. And soccer was, just with all sports, but soccer was the one that got me out of poverty and gave me opportunity. And if I didn't have people helping me from a um, taking me under the wing like Mr. Allison, my first coach, and teaching me the game and having – I had two coaches my whole youth career, and then that doesn't happen today. So right. It's our seven until I was 16. And so that afforded me to be able to go to college, and then from college I was able to go pro in England and, and then play for the 88 U.S. Olympic soccer team in Korea. The 90 World Cup qualifying team, first time we qualified for a World Cup in, in 90 for Italy. Um, Futsal World Championship, I have a bronze medal with the U.S. team, the very first FIFA medal for any nice. Nice. team ever that, that uh, won anything. And then, of course, um, in America, everybody wants to hear about the you know being All-American, four-year All-American, and those things. And so those things just gave me a platform platform for me personally to preach Christ and what Corey's doing here we're giving kids an opportunity it just isn't a one-off transaction this is something that is life-changing first and foremost giving them the tools for life and then if, if they choose to pursue it uh, they'll have opportunities because there are so many teams worldwide uh, for opportunity for soccer and and that's what we're trying to do right here just give them opportunity like like Corey said and so, so you just you just hit on something that's that's big to me, um, related to um, the opportunities. You know, this is a game 
that can close the gap. Like you're talking about mm-hmm. about, about nephew Ellington, um, Ellington Fuller, going overseas at, I guess, I think it was about, was he about 15? Brent went his first time over there, 14 or 15? Yeah, I had him over there, I think about 13, 14 with uh, FC Schalke in Germany was the first time he'd gone over. Um, yes. Talk to him. Uh, we talked to him a few weeks ago here on air, and uh, this is the coach, by the way. Um, and uh, just so you know, uh, a couple things. Every time we start talking soccer, I want to have an English accent. And I don't know if that was – I just feel like the rest of the day I'm probably going to be talking like that. I'm going to go, hello. I'm going to look in the mirror and I'm going to go, Mate. hello, coach. Are you going to go outside and play some football? We're kicking the stereotypes, coach. <laughs> You're you're messing up. You're butchering. You're butchering. <laughs> so, but we had him on, boy, sharp young man, and he was sharing with all his travels in Spain right now, is what I understand. Uh, when he was on, but it, it was really cool to hear him talk about how his choices to pursue soccer versus basketball. Uh, you know, traditionally basketball, traditionally um, traditionally football. And you know, I actually remember too. It's interesting because there's a lot of pressure, and I want you to speak to this. Because there's a lot of pressure in the United States for kids, especially African-American kids, to be driven towards basketball and driven towards football. What what is it that what is it that we should communicate or how should we communicate to to move and drive specifically African-American kids to play soccer? I mean, it's an exciting sport. You can knock somebody down. Uh, sometimes and not get a, a card. I mean, you could get physical, especially I was a goaltender. I was a state select goaltender. Goal I don't know if Corey knows that. I was a state select goaltender for the state of California uh, back in my freshman and sophomore year, so I know the sport very well. But what is it that that we can do to help drive these kids, uh, not necessarily away from football and basketball, but to soccer? So, is that for Corey or for my Go ahead, Corey. Go, uh, okay, and then I'll let you go. Well, yeah. for me, it's, it's a couple of things. One, the younger they are, when they get the experience, okay, football as an example. Uh-huh. Like when your child sits down and watches a football game and sees how excited you are, your child becomes a fan of the team that you introduced yeah, them no to. Doubt. No doubt. When, yeah. when, when you can walk out of your door and see 12 kids playing football and you're a little tight, or if you get to go to a Titans game when you're three, like – it's addictive. You're like you're hooked. It's cracked yeah. when you go to these do these experiences. And the other thing is, and most importantly, talking about the United States and black kids growing up, they have to see people that look like them. Gotcha. They gotcha. have to yeah. see not just people of color, not just our African brothers or our Hispanic brothers and sisters, not just people with. with People that grew up in their neighborhoods, their cousins, people that are specifically in what we're describing as the black community, experiencing like we're doing with Let's Play Soccer Day, like to experience the feeling of growth in the six hours of just being with somebody like Brent Goulet. I experience the same day thing every time I do a football clinic or camp, no matter how good the child is, whether they like football or not. Being around guys like Brent, like myself, whose concern is these kids having an opportunity. And so I just believe seeing the experience, but experience, no 
experiences change your life. Like us with the Passport Academy, being able to take kids to Africa. Like, yes, it, they'll experience soccer, but soccer, giving them that experience changed their life. So I think the earlier they see the game and experience the entire game like we do with football, is it, 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 that's what's it. That's the shot that they need. Yeah, what, uh, it, Brent, what do you think about that? Same thing, right? I mean, just the experience of the game and all, you know, getting to go to games, things of that sort, right? Well, I grew up in the Seattle area, so we had soccer as I was growing up. We could go watch the pros play. We could watch it on TV. And then we had that long gap after 83 in that time when the North American Soccer League folded. There was no reason for it to, but it did. And we didn't get it back until after the 94 World Cup. Oh, yeah. In place then. And so you had a gap of over 10 you now for a decade of nothing on television of that caliber. And so the kids couldn't be exposed to it like there with football, basketball, everything on television. Yeah. Yep. With advertising and everything and say, hey, there's a future for me there. And they're making money. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. Community. You're right. Yeah. So that was that was a big difference for that time. But now that it's on television again and you... 9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville. 107.9 FM, Smyrna. Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Accredited investors, are you tired of the volatility of the stock market? Diversify now while oil continues to go up in price with expert predictions to be at $125 a barrel soon. When you do, you will get a 100% tax write-off for 2023. Why pay the government all the taxes this year and gamble in the stock market? Savvy and accredited investors use proven strategies that make more money and reduce their taxes. Freedom Crude allows you to take advantage of the enormous profits that both companies and producers of domestic oil have been experiencing hurry before december 31st if you do nothing you'll pay your fair share of taxes or act now and invest in oil and let your money go to work with a 100 write-off on your taxes while at the same time generating potential income for decades to come call freedom crude 800-549-1985 freedom crude 800-549-1985 800-549-1985 prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions Supply C website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face -face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North 
in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjus, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest Greens, they've got the coldest beers, and guess what? It's dog friendly. And not only that, you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special, which is a double dog, double dogs with chili and cheese, and not one, but two hot dogs. It is double dogs in Gallatin, and that is at 1620 Nashville Pike. Tell them Coach Todges sent you. The Jim Rome Show. Man, I love Facebook. That's not in any way a time suck. It is such a valuable use of your time going on everybody else's page and posting how beautiful they look when they don't. They don't. You know they don't. Come on. Anyway, do what you want with your time. I don't want you to tell me how to spend my time. I won't tell you how to spend your time, but I will tell you this. Stop cropping out pictures and including yourself and then acting like, hey, my hair looked great that day. My makeup was perfect that day. Just do what I tell you. With regards to this, you'll be fine. Weekdays from 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. Let's go get it. Broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Welcome back to the Sunday Morning Scramble. Your recipe for sports to feed your sports fandom. The Sunday Morning Scramble is brought to you by Nashville Toyota North, State Farm Hendersonville Agent Lauren Tullis, and Double Dogs Gallatin. Call or text the Sunday Morning Scramble. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Now, here are your hosts of the Sunday Morning Scramble, Super Bowl champion Corey Harris, and Air Force veteran and coaching legend Greg Tonjes. Oh, yeah. You got the coach. You got Super Bowl champion Corey Harris with the Ravens. What's <laughs> up, Corey? Nothing. I'm about to watch these blackbirds fly today <laughs> on them Rams. About to get to it. Playing the Rams. I like it. And then we also have... Very special guest this morning. Okay. Uh, who has uh, now blessed us with his presence two weeks in a row. Two weeks. Two weeks in a row. Two he was gone for weeks. two weeks. Now, he did not communicate with us that he was going to be gone two weeks, even though it's our show. We probably should know those things. Uh, but, you know, he is back. And he is back. He's happy. And he's wait, wait. Worried. Happy. Happy. Yes. Smiling. Something's Smelling going on. good. Something's going on with him because he got the tie. The shirt and the little they, uh, they finna make him the little itty bitty uh, sweater that you know they do have large sizes in this those sweater you don't have to get a medium or small. No, that's what they call, that's what we call a schmedium. You feel me? It's a schmedium. It's almost a medium, yeah. but not quite a small. Are you getting engaged today? Is that why you're no, wearing your no. little outfit today? No, and I told y'all why I was gone for two weeks. You never told us you were going to be gone two weeks. <laughs> you did not. I know I did. You 100%. I don't even think you told us I you were going to be gone a week. I think you guys missed me. I think that's why you're still complaining about why I was There's gone. There's no Dude. possibility of that, but uh, okay. we appreciate your input. I like, mm. I like, I don't want 
So seriously, why, why, are you all, why are you all dressed like this? So, you make me feel bad. I'm in flip-flops <laughs> and shorts make you and feel bad. Okay, so if you must know, yeah. um, I, you know, outside of pressing these buttons, uh-huh. uh, do freelance, like, broadcasting. Okay, all right. So one of my few contracts is Whoa, one. contract. Yes, so one is with Lipscomb. Okay. So I'm a sideline reporter. For Lipscomb University, we play uh, Johnson. They're out of somewhere in East Tennessee. Okay. And then later on today. As on- a sideline reporter, you should actually know that. And you should know what their mascot is, too. A lion. Um, okay, but you guessed that. But anyway, no, it going. is because they have a massive lion on their page. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 trust me, I've been doing my research. Um, and then later on today on our airwaves, yes. Lipscomb, the men's team, will play Tennessee State University. You can hear that game here. Uh, 4 34 p.m. for the pregame show. Greg Poe. Where's that game Dawson, at? At Lipscomb. So okay. they have a doubleheader today. Okay. Uh, let's see. So outside of Lipscomb, there's the Gulf South Conference. Uh, I've called a few games for them. Um, I've also called games on okay, the Okay, listen, we don't need your entire bio. Well, you asked. I was just asking <laughs> you what asked. you're doing today. You know, and then, I don't, you know what? I don't you've, need been, this long you've been crying. Out. <laughs> you've been well, crying about my... how long you know, we've been gone for two almost, weeks. Almost, and you've missed me. And then almost, now. It's almost like you're reading your Please old... stop. No, before no. We get angry Hold and, then, and then you want to talk about my sweater. Okay, now your anger is coming out. Angry Will is back. Yeah, Angry Will is back, ladies and gentlemen. Angry Will back in the house. All you have to do is just push a couple of buttons, and all of a sudden, he back Corey. there he is, there he is. <laughs> we all right it. that's okay we'll bring we'll bring a 10 year old in we can show him how to run the board it'll be okay but that, is, fun. but that is that is impressive that you're pursuing your career and uh and your love of sports so we are very excited for you and you are a great producer today. too. and though, you are real. a great ladies and gentlemen seriously. great producer no i'm being Will serious i'm not house. being we are not being even though coach has that look on his face that makes you want to <laughs> Get yeah. one of them old school slingshots with the rubber band you put on the fan and fold the old paper like, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Spit wild or something like that. Not the spit, not the spit, the spit wow. Spit yeah. wild. Now, that's going there. That's some hate. <laughs> now, speaking about a, uh, speaking about a, uh, a team and a, and, uh, oh man, a franchise that is really struggling. One of the more devastating losses I've seen an NFL team take was the Titans loss last week to the Panthers. I mean, you want to talk about um, or the Colts? I apologize, uh, Colts, Pan- Colts, Titans last week, and oh my goodness gracious, Corey, special teams won the game for the Colts, and you talk about special teams all the time. You know why? Why? Because it can win a game. One, if it was not for special teams, I would not have been in NFL. Mm. I was drafted by a team that didn't do their homework, the Oilers, uh, uh, relative to my vision and being a punt returner and, Mm -hmm. you know, how I could. And one of the reasons I do what I do with the checkmate training, the vision is the ways I could catch the ball. I was very deceptive. I catch the ball good, straight ahead, catch the ball good, going horizontal. But the deep ball looking over, being able to score points, and yeah. control field position. Yes. Like the, the the times I was able to make tackles inside, and this is not even part of the game anymore. You rarely will see a tackle inside the 10 on a kickoff, right? Yeah. Because of how it's moved up and all these different right. things. But yeah. you heard me say it. People think it's three phases of the game. It's not. And you don't even hear pro coaches talk like this. It's four phases. Offense, mm-hmm. offensive special teams, defense, and defensive special teams. Gotcha, yeah. Everything on special teams is related to field position 
changing, going from the 10, your own 10, punting the ball, and tackling the guy inside his own 20. If you look at the percentages of drives that are 80 yards or more, yeah, not it's very, super not, low. Yeah, super and so low. for me, you've heard me say this since the beginning of the year. In this day and age, if you're going to be a defensive-dominated team, you have to be dominant on those other two sides of special teams. Your return teams and your coverage teams have to be dominant because you can still win. Well, and that's the one I asked. I wanted to ask you about this because in Titans fans, we'd love to hear from you. Talk about kind of where do the Dolphins go or where do the Titans go from here because they play the Dolphins. We know where they're going. They're going to Miami. They're already there getting ready to play Monday Night Football against the Dolphins. You can call in 615-844-5600, 615-844-5600 and talk Titans football or NFL, whatever you want to talk. But how does this happen? You've got the best punter in the entire NFL. Okay, You have the best punter in the entire NFL and, and never really an issue in terms of uh, blocks or, I mean, he releases the football very quickly. That's why he's one of the best. He's got a killer leg. That's why he's one of the best. I mean, he already has his shoes in the Hall of Fame that was sent to the Hall of Fame. Um, and how does that happen, Corey? How do you, how can you allow that much of a major, it was a major breakdown in pass, uh, protection, and you ended up getting Stonehouse's season ended uh, with a major injury. And uh, I think how- a player may have gotten cut behind that as well. I'm not sure. Um, what I will say how does I've, been, it happen? I've been on the top sides of both. Playing the, playing the Dallas, and I'll give you two examples. Playing the Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. on the return side. Playing the Dallas Cowboys, we're in a, I think it's the first playoff game, Packers versus the uh, uh, Cowboys. The opening kickoff of the game, right? When they kick the ball hard towards the sideline as a returner, you should sprint over there, get your back to the sideline so that if the ball bounces off of you, if you were not to catch it, it bounced th- through, right. right? Bounce be on on the field. Uh-huh. I sprinted over there and tried to catch it all hands that went out of bounds. So we start the game on the two. Oh wow! Then good job, by the way. <laughs> nice play. And we're playing. We're playing. <laughs> we're playing the old school Cowboys. Troy Aikman. Oh yeah. Michael Irvin. Uh, what's my UT guy name? I'm glad I forgot his name. Uh, Emmitt Smith? No. No, he's Pitt. Uh, Emmitt Smith was no, there. Emmitt Smith with the floor. Um, Florida, receiver. Right. Uh, what's my, what's, Stop correcting me, Will. I can't even remember his name. Alvin Harper. Oh, but, Alvin Harper, right, yeah. So right before the half, we have another kick. I'm running into the pile. I see an opening. I'm great. Dash. Change. Yep. Go away from the turn. Kenny Ginn, I think, dives like over the pile. And I'm not, I don't got the ball four points of protection. Oh, boy. Swing back. Knocks the ball out. They get it scored. We go from 10 to 3 in the Gary Bial ball at the end of the half to 17 to 3. I remember Holmgren finding uh, Nolan Cromwell, who was a great player, yeah. one of my close friends as a coach. I, I watched film. He taught me a lot that I know in, in special teams and how to play the game. Mm-hmm. He says if, his ass, if he goes back in, somebody's ass is getting fired. <laughs> the other side of that is as late as the Baltimore Ravens. We had two punts blocked. Wow, in the same game? Yes. And to answer the question, somebody had a mental error or somebody didn't communicate or the coaching strategy was not prepared for a particular rush. Gotcha, yeah. Now, when I played at Miami with uh, Mike Westoff, one of the greatest special team coaches I've ever been around, we were playing a team 
And this center did the same thing for like literally 20 games over a year and a half. This is what he does. He looks up. He looks down. He looks up, look right, look left, look right, whatever it is, 1,001, yeah. and snaps it. We need a block. We need a block. We yeah. call our block. We know what's going to happen. We held it to the time we need it. He looks down. He looks up. He does his routine. He looks, 1,001. I take off sprinting full speed, and he looks back up again. I didn't get offside, but they were allowed to change their protection. And oh, so, yeah. again, this is a where an area where coaches, again, can throw players under the bus because this coach, Westoff, tried to throw me under the bus, bus in the meeting, and Jimmy Johnson sits in every meeting. I wasn't allowing it. No. I read my notes to what he said, and we got going back and forth. I was just got paid by Miami to start in safety. By the time I got into the defensive back meeting, yeah. before I sat down, there were two corners in front of me backing up the safeties. Instantly. I didn't play another defensive snap. Well, we played the Ravens, and I did 10 weeks later. But, again, it's three things. If somebody made a mental error yeah, or the coaching. That's what I think The coaching is. got caught. Y'all had, had a scheme that y'all were set on. They saw yeah. it. They knew and they did it. So I can't say because I wasn't in the meeting, but it's either a mental error by one of the players yeah. or, or it's coaching yeah. scheme. And I think that's what it is. Don't you, Will and, and Corey? I think it was – I think it was. I think the Colts saw something in the protections that that the that the Titans were running, and it allowed because the, the guy came. I mean, he absolutely. I mean, he came. But but if the but if the, <laughs> I like that sound. That's but nice. if the but if the center turns to the left, coach, you got a guy right here. Yeah, and another uh uh guy behind him. Yeah, the center would turn left. The personal protector, who is, is for those that don't really know, you might watch. He's like four yards behind that other gap. He has. So I didn't I don't remember seeing it exactly watching the scheme, but if the center and the person protector yeah. go to the same side, yeah. it's gonna be a block. That's literally how our two punts got blocked in the eight in that yeah. game when we came here to play yeah. them. But also Al Del Greco got two kicks blocked. He did. The I difference remember is one return for a touchdown. Mitch. Yeah. Big Mitch. Anthony yeah, Mitchell, Mitchell. What's yeah, up, Mitchell, my guy? Yeah. Returned it. And it changed the whole game. So well, and it did last week for the for the Titans. I mean, guys, when 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 that happened, I said the game's over, the season's over for for the Titans. We got a caller, and we got uh, looks like Kennedy. Uh, where are you calling in from? You've got the coach, and you got uh, Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. Hey, it's Bo. Good to talk. Hey, oh, hey what's Bo, going what's on, up, Bo? man? I could I can't see the screen. What's going on, man? How you been? All good. Um, well, I wanted to talk a little bit about those two blocked punts because I think the Colts, what they were doing to make that happen was the, the the guy coming after the punt who blocked it both times was um he was he was getting a head start and i and i've heard a little bit about this over the course of this season it's becoming a trend to try and block punts uh-huh and uh i just really don't i, I mean like you like y'all said it could come down to the coaching staff needed to adjust there but it, they're kind of doing what what arena football players used to do on offense as far as getting a head start to get that run as much momentum on that run as they can yeah yeah and that's you're right. I think Corey. I think that. I think that to his point, Bo's point is, this. The, I, me personally, I think that was not a mistake. I think it was 100 percent that the Colts saw something and they said, "Hey, we think we can do this." Because it doesn't just happen once; it happens twice. But I think to your point, strategies when you played, Corey. By the way, Corey, I would love to see the videos of when you 
muff the football out of bounds at the two yard line. Can we watch a video of that, please, Coach? Sometime? You, Coach, you are looking well, like for it now. He, he, right now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, our good friends, Coach has been what we call a pure hater. <laughs> You feel me? <laughs> Bringing up old stuff. He's but, a hater. But, but, Bo, what you're talking about in that particular case is exactly what Miami did, uh, uh, what Detroit, I think it was, uh, uh, or the Giants or whoever it was when I was playing with the Dolphins that did this. I was a full running start. But much like a quarterback that you see a Peyton Manning or, or, or Tom Brady do, you have to be the coach on the field. Like, sometimes there are situations that the coach can't prepare you for. You see a guy coming full speed, trying to time you up. We got to have some kill calls or something to be able to do it. But, again, like you said, it could have been just a great scheme. If they hadn't ever done that and they did it this time, you know, you uh, it's a boxing match, and you've never seen this guy never throws this punch. Right. He never throws this punch. Right. So I'm going to get lax with this left hand. And sure enough, he waits all. He don't do it the first round, second round, third round. Yeah. But you get late in those late rounds when you're a little yep. bit tired, and he throws that punch that you've never seen him throw in 10 fights. And so, to me, that's where coaches are getting off and putting blame on players. They and are, I'm not yeah. saying the Titans are doing mm -hmm. that, but it's way too much garbage football going on with this talented team that we started the year out. Um, There's to, way too to much garbage that. coaching. Yeah, that's true. Hey, Bo, uh, uh, what do you think the Titans have to do tomorrow to win uh, to, to tomorrow night to beat the Dolphins and that high-powered, speedy offense? Man, I don't know what we can do to stop them. Um, I I almost want to see Tyreek put put an exclamation point on an MVP case. I, I I don't know what the Titans have left to fight for at the end of this season. It's a bad place to be in as a fan and as a, and as a franchise, uh, of course. Um, but uh, if you were to, it, I'm thinking Tyreek might win MVP. If y'all were to rank the quarterbacks who would make up the rest of that ranking, what would y'all's rankings look like? Uh, yeah, Thanks, good guys. question. I would go. I would go with Lamar Jackson is probably a probably a front runner, you know. And I, I okay. always go to quarterbacks that are leading their teams to winning records and have a potential to win a Super Bowl. Uh, those are the guys that I look at in terms of quarterbacks. You know, we see nowadays the Heisman, uh, you know, is all quarterbacks. I mean, you had best receiver in the country, Marvin Harrison, finished like fourth or fifth, and then you had Jalen Daniels win the Heisman as a quarterback. But I, I think I think Lamar Jackson is is up there. I think Jalen Hurts is up there. I think third to me would possibly be Dak uh, Prescott. Uh, I, Mahomes is a little off this season, but still obviously effective leading his team to win the AFC West again. That would kind of be my top four or five, Corey. What do you got? When, one thing I don't like, I believe that, the MVP should be – when do they vote on that? That's like the season oh, isn't yeah, completely over when they do that, is it? Um, is it, is it uh, it's after the playoffs? It should be I think after. it's after the playoffs. It yeah. should be after the playoffs. I don't know if it is. Don't say it's before the Super Yeah, Bowl. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah. yeah you're right. I, I think um, – I, I don't even want to rank them, but I think the people that are in, 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 in there that you didn't mention, you can't beat Tyreek Hill without Tua. Come on, man. Tua is – Tua is what? No. Two is what? Top 10, but not top he, five. He's top 10. I mean, so, don't, so let me ask you this. He might be six So him, seven. him finna go 2,500 yards or how many yards he finna go? Who's responsible for that? Tariq Hill and his route running and catching ability and speed. How does the ball get there? He throws No it. receiver can ever. Corey, you can throw it to him. No, I can't. You 100% can hit Absolutely can't. All right. Like, well, yeah. like you can't. And, and I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm. and here's the other thing. I want to hear your other quarterback. So, two. Uh, I would say 
I would say he should be mentioned just okay. because of what's okay. going on. Right, but I honestly enough. hope Tyreek Hill does win it. But I talked you out of it, win boy. it. But no, I hope Tyreek Hill uh, wins it. But Dak is playing great. People love to hate the Cowboys, though. True. Uh, Jalen Hurts is still on his thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, these last few games, um, people love Mahomes. So if, if some things flip around, it could be him. But I, I would love to see uh, Dak win it. You know why? Yeah. Because he's on America's team. He takes yeah. so much crap from people, Steve, even Steve, when it's Steve not his Steve A. Smith would like to see him win it too. I'm sure, right? Now let's not forget <laughs> Christian hey, Bo, McCaffrey. Uh, Bo, give me a give me a uh, prediction. It's Andy, for, uh, Ooh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Dolphins over our Titans by a. I think the defense for the Titans might hold up a little better than people expect. I think so. Give me. Those corners again for the Dolphins and a nice little tenor for the Titans. Uh, and one name they all didn't mention on the quarterback list. I've heard several people mention is uh, Brock Purdy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Lamar gonna win it, man. You no. know he yeah. and uh, uh, Will the Happy Will over here just mentioned uh, another candidate for the league MVP, and yeah. Christian McCaffrey, who's obviously yeah. on the same team with Brock Purdy. So, yeah, you know I struggle putting Brock Purdy. He's definitely top ten. He might be eight to me. Uh, I'd I don't say know. top 15. Top 15. What? I yeah. mean, he's like 12, 13. If you put another quarterback on that team, you saying they would be doing the same thing? Oh, hell no. Yeah, yes. But you saying yeah, yes? yes? Yes. If you put another quarterback like on the who? San Francisco 49. I don't know. I mean, I could. who do you want me to pick? I mean, you could put he's a He's got the best offensive line in the entire NFL. <laughs> he's got the best running back in the entire NFL. He's got the best wide receiver combo runner. Last year before he got hurt, what was huh? it? Before, before he was this well, Brock Purdy. Before he, was, before he got hurt, what was See what, what you've done, Bo? Then? You've just started a whole there, problem there, here but, in there the studio. Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey, we appreciate your call, Bo. Thanks for calling right. in. Thank L- you. Lamar friend. Jackson, right? I'm putting my Lamar Jackson MVP shirt on. Now, okay. You, you're talking, All right. I said that. I said Lamar. But, you know, I mean, it's fun to talk about this. We'll see soon. But, um, you know, I, the situation with the Titans and their quarterback situation is I think good. I think um, I think Will Levis has shown that he can play quarterback in the NFL. Now, mm-hmm. with that said, do I think that he's a franchise quarterback? No. We'll, we'll talk about that on the other side, Corey and Will. But uh, you are listening to Sunday Morning Scramble. Is Will Levis the franchise quarterback that you have that can lead the Titans and would lead the Titans to a Super Bowl? You are listening to Sunday Morning Scramble here on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. We'll see you on the other side. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks 
the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is double dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, double dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjus, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday morning scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is double dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest Greens, they've got the coldest beers, and guess what? It's dog friendly. And not only that, you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special, which is a double dog, double dogs with chili and cheese, and not one, but two hot dogs. It is double dogs in Gallatin, and that is at 1620 Nashville Pike. Tell them Coach Tanjas sent you. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. Derek Henry's next. Yeah, I think this is the first of uh, several moves. I, I, I do. I yeah. think the Titans realize where they are. I think it's a reality check, and I think there could be more moves. I really do. You wake up one morning, you realize it's time to do some different things here. I think that's what it is, so I don't think they're done dealing. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Here in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, now we're in hour two. Um, uh, we are still right in this moment remembering uh, Tennesseans that are impacted by the uh, massive tornadoes. They call it a tornado emergency. That's the highest level you can have of a tornado. That's how gnarly wicked those things were. Uh, saw it live, experienced it live, never want to experience it again. Um, but there are people that had, uh, have been impacted way, way beyond me. And it's about, uh, those people. And, uh, if anybody would like to call in, um, you know, needs prayer, uh, this morning, just struggling, trying to, you know, maybe think about sports in the midst of maybe, you know, losing a loved one or losing a home or whatever, uh, we're here for you at 615-844-5600, 615-844-5600. You can text as well if you don't feel like calling. But we are praying for everybody impacted by this, Corey and Will. And it's just, uh, man, it's still so fresh. Obviously, uh, just driving in and seeing some of the homes that were just destroyed uh, over in Hendersonville area and Gallatin. It's, uh, it's just, uh, man, it's, it's, it's like, uh, man, I'm sure it'll be considered a state of emergency here in some of the communities up in Clarksville where they lost, uh, you know, lost mm. people lost lives. Uh, so we are praying for you. We are not forgetting you. We will not forget. 
But like I said at the opening, Tennesseans have been shaken but will not be broken. And that uh, is a theme I want uh, us to carry as we think through this, Corey. Um, man, don't ever want to see it again, but, you know, it's a little bit of nature of being in, in the southeast. So, uh, But uh, the things that can help and the things that can be therapeutic at times is sports. And that's what we're talking here on the Sunday Morning Scramble. you got Corey, our Super Bowl champion, with the Ravens. Ravens. And you got the coach uh, who sucked sometimes. Uh, coaching football, uh, actually a couple times I can remember, pretty much sucked. And is uh, not as good a coach as his co-host. <laughs> we'll see next season. Yeah, we're going to put a little flag team together and we'll have a little flag team. When are you going to be uh, like having like some babies that will be able to be on your team so we can beat he them gonna too? He's going to be super angry. I already that. have one. No, I know you have one. How old? Eight. Eight. Oh, okay, so we can sign them up. Her. I said we can sign her up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Put her on that flag team. Let's go, baby. It should uh, be cute. <laughs> but uh, we are talking. Uh, we are talking NFL football right now. And just before the break, I asked the question, uh, and I want to follow it up. Love to hear from you callers on this 615-844-5600. Is Will Levis the franchise quarterback for the Titans that you believe can lead the Titans to the promised land, to a Super Bowl? Let me say this. Yes. Do you think that – you just said that Tua is not all the stuff that I was saying he was. I think Will Levis can get the Titans to the Super Bowl if they do their job as an organization. Okay. Brock, if, if if San Francisco can do what they're doing, they have uh, a killer defense. They got, they got two players that can play two positions, yep. so that's four. You got a quarterback. The quarterback's job is in the industry of – Logistics and distribution. Mm-hmm. Putting the ball where it's supposed to be, when it's supposed to be. Right. And if he can learn the the if, if he continues to grow in the cognitive side of the game, processing information, and they are willing to uh use what Vrabel talks about all the time, um, uh, multiplicity and versatility, you, you can't have uh, 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 what he talks about if you don't go get the players that are versatile. If That's you don't true. go get a uh, – and you got Spears. Like for me to – and I've said this too as well, Coach, all season. The biggest thing is you still have the king. He's still second in rushing. He's still averaging over four uh, yards a carry. But y'all are still predictable. We still know when you're going to do play action. Yeah. We still know right. when it's going to be a screen to Derrick Henry. We still know that when you bring Tajik Spears in, it's something. You're not even using him as, as a distraction. Y'all have done a couple of trick plays, but it's not who you are, and it should be who you are. Right. You should have a returner that can take it to the house. So this isn't about whether Will is a franchise quarterback that can take you to the Super Bowl because there ain't but two or three of those. That's true. In the entire NFL. And matter of fact, there ain't but two or three of those in the world. But the but the NFL is a is a is a quarterback driven league as we know. Only because we are falling in line with what everybody is doing. When we see something new, when like hype when hypo and I'll take this to college, when hypo comes with something that nobody is doing and it's effective or whatever, yeah. this is not this is football will always will always, always, always come down to certain things. If your team is talented but can't tackle in space, you're done. Right. If your if your quarterback, no matter how strong his arm is, no matter how great his 
information processing is, if he's not an accurate quarterback, I'd rather have an accurate quarterback with a weak arm than a super athletic quarterback that can't put the ball where it needs to be. Well, but, I mean, but you also have quarterback. Listen, the the team. I'm just gonna say the team, the the team that will win the Super Bowl this year is gonna probably be the team that has the best quarterback in the NFL. I disagree. It'll All be right. the team with the best defense. Well, we're gonna find out. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, Corey, check this out. Will this is incredible? Listen to the quarterbacks that have been injured this season so far: Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow, done for the year. Derek Carr, Trevor Lawrence about snaps his ankle and happened miraculous. Somebody somebody said he might play this week. Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, Kenny Pickett, Aaron Rodgers, Anthony Richardson. What in the world is going on? Is it because their protection sucks, right? Is it because schemes have gotten more difficult on quarterbacks? I think so. But what in the world is going on with all – look at all those quarterbacks again. You know, Watson, Burrow, Carr, Lawrence, Jones, Kirk Cousins, Tannehill, Pickett. And guess what, Corey, too? A lot of these teams that have lost their quarterbacks have all of a sudden not very good. And and this is what this is what my point is. When, a biblical principle. <laughs> when you put all of your chips in one basket, yeah. no, you can't do it. Diversify. Meaning, if – if you're building your team to win based on a franchise quarterback, you're basically saying that you're praying and hoping that he makes it through the season versus building and constructing your team, your scheme, that your three quarterbacks on the team or two quarterbacks on the team is so blended from a standpoint of skill. The biggest issue with uh, Lamar for a minute was he was so much more athletic than the quarterbacks, the things that he was getting away with that were not due to scheme but were due to his athleticism, that cripples the team. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you need a franchise quarterback, but the reality is, what is our season over if he gets hurt week one or week 10 or the week before the playoffs? Now, there aren't many backups, but guess what happened the other night, right? What did we watch with the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cincinnati Bengals bring Browning in? who was a journeyman, and he all of a sudden steps in and throws for 350 doggone yards. We got a caller calling in this morning, and, uh, hey, this is the coach and Corey, Super Bowl champion. Uh, what you got going on this morning? Hello? Oh, can you hear me? I uh, hear I, my apologies. Listen, I, I think Will can be a Super Bowl winner quarterback for the Titans, but there's only one stipulation. What's that? That they don't trade their best damn player again. Yeah, you're talking about getting rid of A.J. Brown, right? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, mean. that part. Yeah. I don't care how good of a quarterback you are. If you don't have weapons on the outside, you're going to be pedestrian. And I don't give a damn how good of an organization you claim to be. But if you trade away your best player, then you're not going to go anywhere. So that that part right there. Because, I, I listen, I know it's been a while, but we cannot allow this franchise to, to 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 do something like that and not get on them continuously. This should never be forgiven. It's going to go down as one of the worst trades ever in any sport. They should never, ever, ever let that get away from that. They shouldn't get away with doing something like that if they expect people to pay to come and watch that product. 
Uh, Corey, has, Corey has a question for you, and then I've got a follow-up with you, too. Go ahead, Corey. So, so for me, that was that hurt, but but you see you see great players get traded all the time, and in the in the nah, fundamental man, the fundamental like basic part of uh, of football, one of the biggest things that's hurting the Titans right now is the O line. So yeah. to your point, yeah, it doesn't matter, and that that even emboldens even more how good uh, Derrick Henry really is because he's still doing what he's doing. But our line, and I'll say our because I'm here. The Titans' offensive line situation the entire year has been an issue. Going into it, they paid the young right. man from uh, – he was a backup at Philly, and they, they didn't break the bank, but they gave him a, they gave him a bag. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Lewan, I don't know if they stayed with him too long or his heart changed about the game, and I know how it is when you get towards the end. He had a couple of injuries, and it made it difficult. But the offensive line, if you're going to be a defensive team – and a running team and try to do what they're trying to do, you got to have a line. They got – I mean, Tannehill may still be – I mean, uh, you know, so Tannehill's going to be gone. I think Derrick Henry's going to be gone. I mean, here's the thing that I've got – we didn't catch your name, by the way. What was your name? That's Carl. Carl. Carl, yeah, I can't read the screen because I'm blind. Uh, but, Carl, you know, here's what my thoughts are. Yeah, yes, the A.J. Brown trade was a stupid trade. And it still hurts. And it still hurts and will always hurt. Everybody will remember that as a stupid trade. But here's what it showed to me when is that the Titans organization has had complete confusion as to what they're doing and how to build a franchise. And what I mean by that is you get rid of A.J. Brown, then there's talk of Derrick Henry being traded, and you're thinking, oh, it's going to be a rebuild. And then they go out and get the, oops, oh, my God, well, you know, maybe we want to play some ball and compete because we're getting ready to get a new stadium. So let's go get DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, none of it's made sense to me, uh, Carl, for, for what this franchise is doing. That didn't make sense to me when A.J. Brown was let go. It just uh, hadn't even reached his prime yet. And exactly. Now yeah. That's my point. Yeah. When, when, we, when, we, when we sit up and say, well, teams trade away great players all the time, yes, that happens. But not before they reach their prime like that. True you're that. building something True. here. You're, you're really building something. If you're We lost him. We lost him. We lost him. Who how do we lose him? He can call back. Who was that? Who was that Angry Will or What are you talking about? Formerly known as that was the we that lost was him. Carl that was. Oh, uh, I thought yeah. I thought you was over there. No, I, but I, I was like, oh, we lost him. Oh, okay. Yeah, but hey, Carl, Carl, hey, if you're out there, call back. Yeah, Carl, if you call back, we get you get you back. Yeah, but, uh, you back. know, he, I like He's made point. a good point. Yeah. But, but th- what I'm saying about people trade all the time, as a city expecting and the organization, once the organization makes a move, you know, you just can't look back. And I feel like part of the organization is still thinking about A.J. Brown. Oh, no, no. As I well think, as I the think, city. Listen, the t- I'm, I'm going to summarize it because I know we got to go to a break. The Tennessee Titans are a confused organization. They do, they have shown that they right now to this point do not know how to build a Super Bowl caliber Super Bowl. Oh, and you can come back at me and say, "Well, I ain't gonna they say were that." Coach. Come there. on now, they they are confused. The, come the, on, man, Rand Carthen. Come on, man. You got to You got to give me. He I came mean, in and got had had to deal with what he, what I believe the biggest mistake is, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, is not uh, accepting that we're in a rebuild. And just going full tilt right. and get ready and make this season got, what they, it was. Yes, they could have got something. Things. They could have got something for Derrick Henry and they didn't. Uh, I mean, if listen, if you're going to build rebuild the team, rebuild, rebuild the team. Oh, yep. got it. I'm in. Yep. Uh, but hey, you're listening to uh, the Sunday Morning Scramble here. I'm the coach. We got Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion. We are going to take a break and then come back on the other side with 
the DraftKings Sports and Social NFL Picks Competition. Ooh, it has livened up. It is. We ready. We see you on the other side. Yeah, buddy. Hmm. This is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjas likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjas, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday morning scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallup. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest screens. They've got the coldest beers. And guess what? It's dog friendly. And not only that, you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special, which is a double dog, double dogs with chili and cheese. And not one, but two hot dogs. It is double dogs in Gallatin. And that is at 1620 Nashville Pike. Tell them Coach Todges sent you. This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong steroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. All our listeners, boy, it would be great. We set another record for callers today. Uh, appreciate all your calls in. You still have time. Uh, we do have open phone lines right this moment. It is 9.46 a.m. NFL getting ready to kick off here in a couple hours, and you can call us talk NFL football right now. We're getting ready to do our picks here in a little bit, but we'd love to hear from you, 615-844-5600, 
615-844-5600. We appreciate it. Carl's call. Uh, answering the question, is Will Levis the the uh, the savior, if you will, of this franchise that can lead the Titans to the Super Bowl? It was franchise quarterback. Franchise quarterback. Is he the franchise quarterback of the Titans that can lead them to a Super Bowl? Because if uh, you have a franchise quarterback, you would expect him to lead you to the Super Bowl. Am I mistaken or am I correct? I'm the coach. I'm probably correct. I mean, you're right in that. <laughs> the coach wow. is never wrong. Right. <laughs> if you want to play, coaches. the coach is never wrong. Now, I said run on one fourth for... and 16. Like, no, you said what? let's not do that. But I'm that? the coach. I said run on fourth and 16. <laughs> no, but I'm the coach. It was a yeah. bad call, but you went wrong. But right. you went wrong. All right. <laughs> Man, let me tell you something. When I was coaching, bro. You oh, was always hell. right. I, I you. We done brought you. up a story. Man, oh, yeah, because I'm telling you right now, this guy, I'll go for it. I'll be on my own 25-yard line. I'll go yeah, for you it. On fourth and what? I don't know. Would, don't would, would the parents be mad? Heck, yeah. You know what time? <laughs> How many fights did you get in, coach? Uh, no, I had, to, I had to have security escort me off the field Regularly? several times. Regularly, yes. <laughs> were these like I was seasons. in a very small town in Kingman, Arizona. I was going to say, were these in like, were these seasons where you know, like, you know what, I'm not going to be back here next year. So. I mean, was you like, you was you just, I'll do what I want, or you thought it was, yeah, I could happen in the situation? No, no, I believed in, I believed in, because, uh, you know, the analytics, a lot of the times, even if you're on your own 25-yard line. And it's you scary, have, but the you analytics You have fourth down and three, right. or fourth down, analytics say, and I'm not a major analytics guy. But then also I try to try to instill confidence in my boys. Play, you right. know? I, we can get two yeah, yards. Get, what are we talking about? But, but you, do you know the one time? I, so I used to go into the stands before the game uh, prior to warm-ups, and I used to go up to talk to parents, right? And just, you know, hey, thanks for being out. Thanks for supporting the team, you know? So one time in my second year at uh, in Kingman, I, I, walked up, uh, the, I walked up into the stands, and there was a nice older couple sitting there. And, you know, they've got all the blue and yellow on, you know, for, for Kingman. And I just walked over, hey, hey, uh, you know, I'm, you know, just wanted to thank you for coming out and watching us tonight. And the husband looks at me, or no, he looks at his wife. They're kind of quiet. I'm like, what the heck's going on with these people? And, and they look at each other, and then he looks up and he says it. He says it. I'll never forget it. I never have forgotten. I never will forget it. He says, Coach, I just want to let you know. And he didn't say, like, with all due respect or none of that stuff. He just said, I just want you to know, Coach, we're not here to watch football. We're here to see the band. I'm like, you're, you're, I'm sorry, you're what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> said, that's what he said to me, man. He said, I'm just here. We're just here to see the band. Yeah, what you were, they, were, they child, were, they, were they child a football player or he's in the band? <laughs> no, they uh, they were there just from the community. Okay, to watch the band. Oh, to so watch the band. What, so you have these problems with, in HBCU sometimes when the band – is because it's entertainment as well. Yeah, it's good. If, it's great. The, if the band is better than the football team, yeah. first of all, you're not going to get people in the game until halftime. Right before halftime. <laughs> and then, this is literally, and then right after halftime, mid-third quarter wheel, pew, out of there. Gone. So if you're in a situation like that, you better be balling because the band, it's like it's like when I was a performing coach. I've been on stage a couple times. Yeah, yeah. You do not want to go after somebody that's killing it on stage. Like, yeah, no, tear no, it up no. and then you, you get out of here. Never want to follow a star, And right? you know what? That brings up, um, like, Steve Harvey. Yeah. He would always say that, like, when the Kings of Comedy Kings of, yeah. was, you know, building, yeah. he would always have to go after Bernie Mac. Oh. And that, he, like, you don't want that. No. Yeah, that's you, why he ended up being the host. He said, right. no, I'm not going to be he behind. Like, be, because he was screwed either going after Cedric or Bernie. 
My dad taught me a long time ago. He said, listen, you never want to follow a star. Like if you're taking a new position or, you know, you never want to go behind somebody that, that is like, you know, super awesome and beyond great. And now I have a little bit of a different philosophy, so I don't give a crap. Because whatever job I'm going to take, whatever see. position I'm going, I'm going to whoop your butt. I'm going to take, I'm going to. That's the show, that's a hat coach, I-D-A-C. Uh, yeah, I'm going to make people forget because now they're going to know the coach. That's why at Rhythm CDJR, where I work, where you come see me, I'll, you know what? If you come see me this week, actually for the what rest. What is CDJR like? So far, everybody so, don't Chry know. Sorry, sorry, Rhythm Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Madison. We uh, are the largest CDJR, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealership in the entire state of Tennessee. Wow. And, and I was over so, there. It's nice. Yeah, you was over there. And we're even going to be nicer because we have the Taj Mahal building being built just down the street. It's a brand new facility that'll be opening here in March. But here, I'm going to do this for our sports fans and for our friends of the family here on our show. Anybody that comes to get a car between now and the end of the year from me, new or used, I've got over 200 used cars. Recording, everybody. I will buy you any license plate frame of your favorite sports team to put on that car that you buy from me. I'll pay for it. Hold him to it. Hold on. I did, listen to me. Now, you said that like I won't do it because I have done it. And the first time it ever happened at, at uh, another dealership, the first time it ever happened was shortly after the Chargers lost in the playoffs last year after they had a 28-point lead. To the Jaguars. And that was, so I went up to the guy after the sale of the vehicle, and I said, he bought it, he actually bought a Jeep. Um, and I said, well, what's your favorite team? What what license plate frame do you want? And he goes, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I just go, oh. You had to do it? I'm like, I mean, can you, how about we go to another sport? Right. <laughs> You know, let's just not talk NFL, especially the Jaguars. <laughs> he said, no, no, coach, I want the Jaguars. So I actually went. I've got it on my Amazon account. I can show you. I went and bought him a stupid Jacksonville Jaguars, <laughs> dumb-looking colors, teal and crap, whatever you want to call them, license plate frame. Well, so, yeah. Did Go it ahead. make you feel better that I think they went and got, like, ramsacked the next week? In the playoffs? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did that not make you feel any better? Um, Not really. Mm. Not really. I mean, when they were up, I, I was up in this, my sports lounge when I was watching the game. Jen was downstairs, Jen, my wife. And I'm up there, bro, and I see Asante Samuel get three interceptions in the first half. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm rolling. Are you losing it? I'm, no, I'm, I'm literally rolling. Like a few weeks ago, we went up to the Mint up in Franklin. We got to go okay. up there. We got to go up there, all three of us. And bring your girls, and we'll go up and we'll, we'll all go up there and go gamble and have a good dinner. But anyway, it's a great spot. They got a brand new hotel there, freaking awesome. Had a suite. But anyway, uh, uh, I'm sitting there, and yeah, I was rolling when when Asante Samuel three interceptions and they're up twenty. I was literally rolling all over my carpet, back and forth, yelling. And Jen's like, what "What's wrong say? with you? What's the matter with you? You need help." So a few weeks ago, we went to the Mint. We're going to get to our picks here in a second, sponsored by DraftKings Sports and Social. But but we're playing in the in the the high limit. Right. Area, okay, right. up at uh, up at the Mint. So, you know, we're playing playing some good money and having some fun. You know, just they're all slot machines up there. So we're playing, and I'm with a group of my guys from work, Walt, um, and uh, and Richie and Jr. And we're all hanging, and, and Jen's there, uh, but she's over at the bar. So I'm in there. Well, uh, Walt says, "Hey, you know, push this button where it says nine, which means I'm beating, betting nine times my original bet." And I'm like, no, man, you know, he slaps it, right? Hits it. Man, I win over $1,000. Boom, $1,000. Then then I do it again. I hit it again. I'm going, Jen, Jen, I just won money. 
I'm on fire. I'm on fire. And I got on the ground and rolled around on the ground, just like Talladega Nights and Will Ferrell yelling, I'm on fire. Somebody don't put me out. I'm on fire. And Jen's like looking at me like, what is wrong with that guy? Can you imagine what the security guards that watched that videotape thought of me rolling around on the floor yelling that I'm on fire? They were like, why is this big ass <laughs> man just freely rolling? Yeah, yeah. What, and, and I bet they didn't even come over and ask why. Oh, no, no. There, yeah, there's I one figured. gal in there, that kind of the security person that covers that area. They just over there rolling, you know. And I'm yeah. roll, I am literally rolled all over the carpet. You're probably, I'm on fire, but we got to go. Speaking of who's on fire. On fire. There's a couple of people in this room, and there's a total of three that's in this room. But there's two people. <clears throat> 66%. That are just, I don't say, I'm going to say it in Spanish. In fuego. In fuego. In fuego. <laughs> and there's one person that's not really hot. Uh, but that's because he doesn't communicate when he's leaving, so we give guests pictures. Chili Frio. And yeah. <laughs> so uh, coming into this weekend, uh, last week Corey and I were four and two, and Will I am uh, I am too uh, was uh, was three and three. So you know mediocrity yeah. uh, just continues. Um, coach is forty nine. Coach is forty nine. You need to be, have a big week this week, Will. I'm just trying to challenge you. Or your you season is over, like picks. the Titans, baby. So coach is forty nine and twenty six. Corey is 49 and 26. Uh-oh. And Will is 40 and 35. Almost mediocrity at almost 500. But your asterisk still. I've got, even on my screen, I'm looking and I have asterisks so next I have, to your picks. So, technically, I have a bye week and then a couple guest pickers. And Well, one of your guest pickers went 6-0. Uh, and oh. yeah, yeah, so that so, gave you yeah. something. Yeah, that and then my other guest picker. Like, oh, and 6. Yeah, oh, offsets it. So, I told so, uh, so let's get into these picks, guys. We've got some good games and, uh, by the way, we appreciate all the callers today. Let's keep that rolling next Sunday morning uh, when we see you here. But uh, let's start with your Ravens, Corey. Your Ravens versus the other R-word Rams. That's going to be a good game. A little NFC, AFC game. That'd be a neat little Super Bowl Man. watch. But who you got? Ravens, Rams. You got La the Rams, right? Lamarvelous La and Zay La Day, baby. <laughs> it's going to be La a Lamarvelous Zay Day. You better believe it. So you got the Ravens. I've got the Ravens as well. Uh, who you got, Will? And you need listen. I'm for real, man. You need to get back in this picks competition. You need to start picking picks. Are people not going to take us serious? Yeah, you over you there. Be serious. Twenty-two games under. Uh, yeah. What do you write down? What this do you write down man over there? said You're... twenty-two games under five hundred. So I am the <laughs> Houston Rockets of you guys. Pretty no, much. you're Derek Mason. No, oh. not the receiver. You're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you're a jerk. All right, Will Rams Ravens. Now, think through these things, okay? Ravens. We're trying to help you. Okay, right, we'll go with Ravens. For sure. All right, uh, a little old-school matchup. I like this. Lions at the Bears. Nice, nice and cold and wet there, probably. Lions versus Bears. Will, I am. Think through these. I'm trying to help you, buddy. Uh, take my Ooh, wisdom. Hey, man. Lions this versus the Bears. In Chicago. In Chicago. Now, it's Justin Fields playing. Yes. Hmm. Lions. Corey, I like it that he's thinking through his picks. He's acting like he's thinking. He's acting. I'm going to go. It's the Lions. I'm going to go Lions. Lions. Yeah, all right. So all three of us take the Lions. Here's, there's two monster, monster games, guys. 49ers at, and the Seahawks in San Francisco. 49ers and Seahawks. I am going to go with the 49ers because I think they're one of the top three teams in the NFL. Who do you got, Will? It's, it's always tough when they play each other, so I'm going to go Seattle. Okay. And who you got, Corey? 49ers. 49ers. All right. Got uh, we got another big game. Eagles, Cowboys. Eagles, Cowboys. Who you got? Who you got? 
Mm, this is gonna change it right here. Who do you got? I got too many people to go with the boys, and I ain't with it. We them boys. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Cowboys as well. Who do you got? Will. I'm gonna go with the Eagles, but that that cornerback of theirs has at least two interceptions. Okay. All Who right. Uh, Jaguars Browns, another good game in the AFC. Jaguars Browns. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jaguars. Is Trevor playing? I don't. They say he is. Well, I'm gonna have to back old Flacco, baby. Let's go, Brand. No, oh man, <laughs> who do you got, Will? I'm gonna go with you. Say who is it? The Jags. And you gotta pay attention, Browns. Will. That's how we're Browns. talking. Browns. Browns. Yep. Ooh, yep. I gotta go. Got Jags. Jags. All right. Uh, and then my Chargers. Broncos at the Chargers. Of course, I've got the Chargers. I'm going with Sierra, baby. Yeah, Sierra's been doing that man right. I'm going with who? The Broncos. Russell Wilson's wife. And Sierra. we're out. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>